it's all dark. You don't know what's going to happen. And then, boom, just a young guy. <laughs> and that's when we realize yeah. that it comes and in I so hot. I know the words. Because I in that clip, I say, just a young boy. <laughs> oh, to be young and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> that's so fucking cute. Like, we didn't know that the first words to thunder were just a young gun. Imagine that. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Son of a bitch. What did I do? Moisturizing is giving me areas of concern. Moisturizing has been bad for my skin. What? I'm get look at this. Look at what? Look at it look, looks fine. It does look fine because <laughs> when my skin is bad, it looks fine. That's what good my skin is. That oh when when God. bad shit happens to my skin, my skin looks fine. But like right here. A little something oh. might potentially happen right here. Mm. Maybe who knows? I mean, I got like if a, I eat enough spiced chicken sandwiches from Wendy's, maybe I get a little greasy. It's a bad time for me too. I've got a little area, my problem areas below the. Lip I've actually and... never noticed. Pro- you're like you're Nobody's like an skin. ambassador for bad skin. I am, but I've, I've but no on one's Accutane. ever noticed your bad skin before. Well, that's. It'd be well, like if I were a fucking ambassador well, for being ugly. People would be like, cut the shit, man. Well, that's the thing. I mean, nobody notices your bad skin like you notice your bad skin. Uh, the only one, the only thing like that that doesn't, that's the opposite is haircut. People say that by the time you notice that you need a haircut, other people have noticed that you need a haircut. Yeah, but it's the opposite with bad skin. Right, no, I'm like, saying most things, it's like bad skin okay, where except like, for a no one sees it as bad as you see it yourself. But with a haircut, supposedly... Once you yeah. notice, well, because I, you I think really that's actually see... something that barbers just tell you, so you get haircuts more often. Well, I, no, I, I think I agree with the barbers here because you can only see your your haircut from like three angles. That's true. Yeah, unless you have like a great mirror setup mm-hmm. where, uh, like, you've got mirrors looking at mirrors and mm-hmm. you can see like the back of your head. Yeah, you can only see your haircut from the front mm-hmm. or like alterations of the front. I am actually loving being in no man's land right now with my hair. I'm just kind of growing it out and seeing what happens, and uh, I've been playing with some new products right now. been using a uh, a clay spray that I would highly recommend. Do we have to do any reads today? I don't believe so. Okay. We have some coming Well, up. in case we do, uh, check out my bookie and DraftKings play with promo code BRUNCH. We just, I think we, st- our deal with DraftKings was like, yo, you guys aren't the biggest podcast, but... We followed your shit for a little bit, and your listeners, your audience is fucking awesome. And, like, they're into everything you do, so you should do – so as as often as you want, just mention this promo code, and if they use it, then we'll kick you some dough. And if not, whatever. Nobody's got anything to lose. And we are like, cool. So we started doing it, and everyone started playing, and we actually got some money out of it. And we were like, sweet. So what should two self-destructed people do now? And we haven't fucking mentioned it since because we've just fucking forgotten. Yeah, so if you want to play uh, DraftKings, use promo code BRUNCH, and it'll give us some money, and uh, and we'll do what we want with it. Don't, don't worry yes. about it. Speaking of disheveled hair situation, uh, right now, my hair is kind of uh, just like dead, and I'm not, I didn't do anything to really fix it during the day. It kind of died in the middle of the day, and I was like, "All right, just whatever." And now we're doing this podcast in. Uh, you're doing it in a bathrobe. Yep, I'm doing it in a depression robe. My bathrobe is way nicer than your bathrobe. Uh, define nice. Like it's way comfier and no. way more plush, and no. I've got a monogram here. 
You don't know the comfort of sweet, sweet depression. Like you don't know <laughs> the comfort of like going to bed, like like too early in the day, just going to your bed that like might not even be that fucking good, and you're just like, this is just what I want to fucking do. I just want to lie here and not move. It doesn't change the bathrobe. That robe. is so comfortable. That's what the, that's what a depression robe is. You could be wearing this anything is... and you could feel that. No, 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 no. If it's like really, really nice, then I'm like, oh well, I guess I should probably put on some nice slippers with this too. When you got just like a good a good depression robe, which is what I got for Christmas. Shouts out Auntie Peggy hooking up. Hooking it up with this nice depression Shouts robe. Shouts out Ellen for getting me this. Yeah, fancy yours is monograph and everything. Robe. See that, that you got a bathrobe. <laughs> That's the thing. You got a bathrobe. You can't do the five hundred days of summer thing. I can do. Uh, I can try to act like this is a bathrobe, and people be like, "Hey, look at that poor guy's bathrobe." He's <laughs> like, "That that poor guy's uh, trying to wear a bathrobe." But anything else, I can do it. I just fucking walk outside, yell at people, pull the old "get a room," and they're like, "Ah." Oh, Sweet. Yeah. That, that guy's fucking... That guy's depressed. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> the, the old uh, 500 Days Summer reference. I'm, I'm bringing depression back. I'm making depressed cool. I think that 2018 is going to be the big year for depression. 2017 was the year for depression, if there was ever a year for depression. 2017 was like... The, so the reason where, why we're Great wearing segue. Uh, robes is because this is just a 2017 year Reflection in episode. review episode. And 2017 really just... All over the place, fucking top to bottom. There were some good points, but I fucking hated 2017. Like on, every, like you fucking name it. Like, uh, like fucking pop culture, politics, my fucking life, just everything fucking blue in 2017. Uh, Again, some good moments, some great moments. Mostly, fucking hated it. For me, honestly, I think 2017. Maybe a little bit better than 2016. Really? Yeah, like 2016 just left a really bad taste in my mouth because by the end of it, everybody was just like, oh, fucking 2016 needs to die already. Yeah, like, that was All annoying. the celebrities yeah. kept dying and yeah. they were like, oh, just, just end 2016. Oh, who won't 2016 take? It's like, uh, newsflash, people die, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I mean, there was a lot of celebrity deaths in 2016. But, like, the year no 2016 was Population the control. There were that. too many celebrities. And 2016 was like, you know what? Let's cut the shit. Some of this needs to end. We're starting with some biggies. They pull- 2016 was the fucking 24 of celebrity deaths. They were like, you think that these big characters are off limits? So, bang. Right. David Bowie. Yeah. Didn't even know he was sick. Fucking dead. George Michael. You haven't even talked about him for a minute. Dead. Oh, fuck. Uh, Prince? <laughs> Dead. And this is like <laughs> fucking wild. Like the hits could, kept coming could, in 2016. You couldn't even mourn a celebrity in full because like halfway through, they would just kill another one. 2016 quick. fucking cost me money because celebrities kept fucking dying that I started thinking like, shit. It's, it wasn't one of those like, oh, one day I'm going to die things like, one day all the fucking like people that I want to spend money on are going to die. So like I was I was on the fence about getting Paul McCartney tickets cuz I was poor and then Prince died and I was like what am I going to fucking watch Paul McCartney die and not go to see him? Jesus. Uh but spoiler alert for everybody, fucking every year is going to suck. Yes. Every year sucks. Yeah. Uh, like at the end of every year, you're, something amazing has to happen for you to be like, "Wow, mm. 2018 was unbelievable." Yeah. Like bad shit is gonna happen all the time because the world kind of sucks. To I look. So that's saying like, tw- well, 2017, I think, was the most. 2016 was kind of preparing us for it. Like 2016 was. Uh, 
was kind of much like Father John Misty's pure comedy, where it's just like a lot of talking about, like, can you believe this shit is going on? Like, really? How the fuck is this happening? What the fuck are we doing? And then once 2017 came, it was like, we're all kind of numb to it, and we're resigned to the fact that, like, holy fuck, we've got a lunatic as president. We've got a bunch of lunatics who oh, yeah. would rather fucking like, do anything than admit that we've got a lunatic as president. It, it is fucking numb. Madness. Is basically the the best word to describe the how funny, we should feel at the end of twenty seventeen. And the craziest thing is, so I looked, uh, I did a Google search because we were doing this, and like I have my own kind of goods and bads of twenty seventeen. But I was like, what does what's kind of the big picture uh, like bad things to have happened in twenty seventeen? And you look it up. There was a list. It was like. 10 worst things to happen in 2017 and you forget you're like oh yeah there was the fucking las vegas shooting there yeah. was the fucking orlando nightclub shooting like the whole top 10 is like a bunch of fucking orlando was 2017 that should not have happened is it orlando 2017 or was it 2016 i don't know that's that gonna be a theme of this episode uh yeah. we uh we're uh, we're gonna confuse a lot of things that actually happened in 2016 so rest in peace prince for sure <laughs> we miss you every day uh quick what is the worst thing uh that you think happened in 2017 Worst thing that I think happened in 2017. Well, I want to save it for we're going to have an in memoriam. Okay. So uh, uh, let me think. The worst thing that happened in 2017, uh, probably our hate crime. Our hate crime? Yeah. When we were uh, accidentally witnesses slash accessories to a hate crime. That's that's a very like uh, selfish thing to to pick. Welcome to this podcast. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, I think the absolute worst thing that happened in 2017 was the death of the 24 hour news cycle because that does not fucking exist anymore. Oh yeah, it is now a five hour news cycle yeah. at most. It, well, shit only lasts for like five hours true. and then something else happens. It was trending in that direction anyway. I'll it's say exhausting. so. Now that you mention news, it's my fucking one is going to be people who say fake news. Like, the fact that now we live in a world where anything you don't like, you can go, hey, uh, dummy, obviously, don't you know? That's not real. I was fucking at uh, Patriots practice last week and uh, just, like, did a post on uh, Brady talking about the whole Alex Guerrero thing and how Belichick essentially said, Alex Guerrero, you can only work with Brady from now on. Everybody else, fucking back the fuck off. Basically getting his ducks in a row. So by the, when Brady leaves, Alex Guerrero's out of Bill Belichick's fucking life. This happened during the season. In the middle of the season, Bill Belichick's like, yo, you don't get to fly with us anymore. You lose all these privileges. So I put up this like short little fucking like 150-word post. Like 90 of those words were fucking jokes. And people were like, oh, do you fucking idiot? Don't you know this isn't a fucking story? The Patriots don't care about this, but you guys are just fucking worried about it. Like, no, it's a fucking thing, you idiot. Just because you don't like something and you don't want people talking about it doesn't mean that it's not a fucking thing. If Pete fucking murders somebody, like, I'm going to want to be like, fuck, I wish Pete didn't murder somebody, but you fucking did that and we got to talk about it for like yeah. a minute. It, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's like this new thing where you can turn anything that you don't like into a spin zone and doesn't make count. it something else. Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't fucking count. Uh, you know what it is? It's just like the super heightened version of it's a prank, bro. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, like. It's not fucking real, like, idiot. It, and the worst thing is that it happens with like the, with the, like the most serious news stories. Yeah. Like Roy Moore yeah. was having sex with children. It's like, and, oh, and show like, me the proof that he's currently having sex with a child. <laughs> it, oh, wait. Oh, wait. It's, it's consensual. Like, you know 
give me a couple minutes. I feel like I will find proof that he is currently. You know, like, I'll yeah. take you up on that. It bet, probably sir. isn't that hard. It's probably like, on Facebook. Let's just go somewhere. find Roy Moore right now. He is probably like I'm sixty forty. He is having there's sex no, with a child right no now. There's no way that that guy's not accidentally posting shit on Facebook about him having sex with children. Speaking of which, Trump tweeted today like, "Oh, <laughs> it's cold in New England. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I guess global warming is real, huh? Idiots. Case closed. That takes care of that." Which is – so I tweeted that that's the equivalent of someone with diarrhea saying that diarrhea doesn't exist because shit isn't currently coming out of their ass. And everyone responded. They were like, yo, that's not even what it is. That's somebody with, like who has diarrhea saying that diarrhea doesn't exist because they're not puking. Like, they're like – the similar uh, one thing can cause a bunch of different well, things. Well, it's like he he used climate change to say that climate change doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. It's like climate change and global warming isn't only like heat. Yeah. You know it'd be a great thing. This would be kind of more like an onion type thing, but like uh <laughs> if in like November we posted a thing on the brunch thing that was like, "Hey kids, uh <laughs> Uh, getting ready, for, like everyone's getting ready for Christmas. Here's what Santa looks like right now, and we just like have Ryan make up like a fucking rendering of like a man who has frozen to death because <laughs> he's like Santa's up in the North Pole. Let's check in on him. And he's like, oh, he fucking died. You can't just fucking walk around wearing just like a fucking velour jacket. <laughs> you you would die. Like I was, I was telling Ryan, I went outside to get fucking coffee this morning. I parked my car, went on a three minute walk to get coffee, and then went on a three minute walk back. And I fucking looked up on my phone if that was safe because they were like dangerous lows, wind chill warning, advisory, blah blah, and Boston. I. I like this coming from someone who doesn't fucking check, uh, who doesn't follow through with uh, recalls on his car. I get very concerned when there's any sort <laughs> really of really rolling advisory. the dice. <laughs> yeah, well, there it's like whatever. I mean, there are a lot of recalls on cars, but that's not something that you I got fuck one. With. I, <laughs> I should honestly show it to you. It's like a the steering wheel car, DJ. <laughs> yeah. the, it, it's like different paper. There's like a lot of stickers on it, and it's like. It's like one of those like if you get a recall with colored paper, you're fucked. You right. should probably go in. Right. And do it's that. like normally the recalls that you get are like college rejection letters. Like you get that it's like a, on the envelope outside it's like recall about your Hyundai Sonata and you pick up you pick it up and you're like you feel it you're like there's only one piece of paper in here. Yeah. This is fucking fine. This thing was like a fucking like there's like a fucking brochure about how to like uh deal with it if if I'm too late. Like, your wheels fall off like has it already happened who in your family died as a result of this that's the kind of fucking recall i got it's like it says it's like to who yo, to contact when your when your yeah. loved ones die it, there's like fucking lawyers on there there's all sorts of information it's yeah it's honestly like yo this is about the engine it says it all over the place it's like yo this isn't a fucking like uh the, the cd is gonna get stuck in there this is your fucking engine is out to get you uh, fuckers. All right. So let's get to uh, some of the topics. But before we do that, uh, little programming notice. We have a special episode coming up in a few weeks. Yes. Well, it's our first ever crossover episode. That's not true. What do we do a crossover episode for? Nothing. But I like sometimes, <laughs> like I like when we do that to each other when one of us says something and the other one's like, no. And then the other one's like, oh. Well, we no, have been doing what? this podcast for three years, pretty close. What if I've been cheating on you and doing crossover episodes? I mean, 
It would like, be that would be kind of sad. Listen to brunch.gov. That would be sad if I'm working like nine full time jobs. <laughs> That'd be sad if you were just like working your full time job doing this podcast mm. and then doing Which like is a side job. And like doing like side crossover podcasts that in turn didn't make this podcast grow at all. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You'd yeah. be doing a bad job at crossover podcasts. So uh it, Leave reviews for the crossover for the for the side crossover podcast. I think it's gonna be the second week of January. Uh, where we're going to have a crossover podcast with the boys from Lights, Camera, Podcast. Yes, our guy Trill Ballins and uh, LCP Ken Jack. Ken Jack used uh, to be the shit. Ken Jack used to uh, be we associated with Barstool. I don't know if he is shit. anymore. And now it's uh, – and Jeff, Jeff Lowe – uh, is like kind of the host of that show, and he was the uh, the social media manager for Good Morning America. But oh, and he, he left fucking his job. Quit. He that did. guy makes money moves. I love that shit. Um, I love when people quit their jobs to work on a podcast. Like yeah. that is the fucking American dream. Well, the best story, and I don't want to like tell too much of it, but he made money doing this. Like this was like a beneficial thing. Uh, my friend Dan Barbarisi. Was the, yeah, you told Yankees the story beat the writer? Yeah. Have I? Yeah, yeah. Where he quit his job covering the Yankees uh, to write his daily fantasy book. Yeah, and he became very fucking good and at he just daily fucking fantasy. Cleaned up at daily fantasy while playing. <laughs> yeah, and then had a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, like so, unbelievable. I remember when wild he, move. But yeah, I, I like I respect it. I, but it, I reacted the same way when he did that. I was like, yo, I like that is such like he just fucking put his balls like, on the right, world. Right, like even if it doesn't work out, and I wish the best, obviously mm. for the lights camera po- the lights camera podcast guys like even if it doesn't work out that is a fucking baller move like put to that on quit, your fucking resume to son. quit your yeah. full time job like a good job mm. like especially in in uh, in the social world mm. that is a cool ass job to be able to work with celebrities and good morning america huge fucking program to quit your full time job doing that to be like, nah, I'm doing this podcast full time that's unbelievable let's say what our biggest concern is with Doing a podcast with the Lights Camera podcast guys. Uh, the biggest concern is getting all the people that listen to this podcast uh, for the movie reviews to be like, wow, I like those guys way better. And then they just stop listening to this show and then listen to them. I don't know. We're pretty irresistible. I'm not concerned about that. My concern is uh, the mystique of Trill Ballins. When I hear him speak, it's, oh, it's going to break my heart. LCP, huh? I don't so fun. You don't listen to other podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts. (laughs) I listen to Donny Hathaway, and that's that's my podcast. I think you're gonna. Well, for one, I commend you for agreeing to do a crossover crossover episode with a podcast that you've never. Well, like I love Trill Ballins, so they're like, "Yo, you guys into this?" And it's like Trill Ballins, yeah. It's a good Trill Ballins shit. It's a good podcast, and we both kind of fall in the same place on podcasts where Mm. most of them we think are trash. Yeah. Uh, this is a good podcast. Also, uh, I've been listening to Come Town a lot recently. Oh, nice! You don't know what that is. You've told me about it. I have told you about but it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes, Come Town is unbelievable. It is just like it's absolutely the funniest podcast in the world. Is it g- give it to me one more time. Come Town. Yeah, what is it? The funniest podcast in the world. What the fuck? Is- no, what's the podcast about? Oh, it's just comedians oh, okay. and like having conversation. That's it's uh, three comedians who just like. Don't give a shit. There's a free-flowing conversation for like an hour and 15 minutes every episode. It's unbelievable. Do you ever wish that our podcast had a different name? 
No. Never. No. Never. <laughs> yeah. I never do. I think we have the best fucking name for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, like, people see generic brunch clothing in, like, a TJ Maxx, mm. and they always be, they always think of us. Mm. And it's great. And it's, it's the best because we had no idea what to fucking call this mm. and just decided on brunch, and it not a single regret. A while ago. I think ago, that would suck to have a podcast. Uh, and, like, like the name all, was bad? Yeah, and there are a lot of podcasts with bad names. Well, Foo Fighters, so Dave Grohl claims to do that, but that's just a fucking classic Dave Grohl move. He's like, oh, my God, Foo Fighters, what a fucking terrible name. If I would known that this was going to be a successful band, I would have never named it something stupid like this. Like, motherfucker, you were, like, the second biggest rock star on the planet when you started Another rock band. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Yeah. You picked the you coolest an fucking underdog name. Story. Yeah, like you picked the coolest fucking name. Like Tom Petty asked you to, to be his drummer. You could have been in the no hard to do something else because you were like you fucking uh, you fucking uh, lights camera podcasted that shit. And we're like, no, I'm not going to be in the Heartbreakers. I'm going to start this other band that I know is going to be fucking yeah. way, way, way huge. And honestly. Foo Fighters have been bigger than Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers since Foo Fighters have existed. So don't do this shit of like, oh man, it's just like some throwaway band that like we got together. You fucking traveled the country like searching out the top musicians. Don't. Oh, I love Dave Grohl, but yes. like sometimes he can. He can oh, like John a lot Misty of times. A lot of times, <laughs> and I I love him too. But I'm like, fuck. I in my mind, I just. I just kind of like project relation the like the relationships in Foo Fighters and I think the Taylor Hawkins and Dave Grohl are like best friends but they have like a brotherly kind of like sometimes they hate each other thing. I think that Pat Smear like is enough of a rock historian and like a rock legend himself that he's like it's really cool that I'm in a band with Dave Grohl. And I bet that like Chris Shiflett and Nate are like it's a really fucking good gig. <laughs> right? It's like, what else am I yeah, going to do? Like, what am I, I going to leave this? Right. And, and Chris Shiflett, actually, uh, th- uh, this is a podcast I listen to. He has a podcast called Walking the Floor, and he just has other guitarists on, and he talks to them, and he doesn't do a lot of research beforehand. And oh, that's, it's that's where you get it from. It's very <laughs> great. No, are you kidding me? I'm... I don't do research for these conversations. If we're doing a fucking interview, I'm not. Oh yeah, you shit. you yeah. do you do a lot of research when it comes to interviews. Uh, yeah, I because like I I can I feel like we're past the point of either of us being able to impress each other, so we don't need to like get up for each other. We don't need to put on anything nice. We're fucking we're wearing always up robes. for each other. Yes. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't change a thing. But uh, yeah, like when we have a guest, it's like, all right, let's impress these motherfuckers. So uh, yeah, anyway, let's get into. Oh yeah, so Trill Bollins. I, it didn't, it wasn't ruined for me with PFT Commenter. I think that that, there was like probably a concern there on a lot of people's parts that like, what's it going to be like when people hear PFT Commenter speak, when they hear it's this guy with the Southern accent, like what's like once people kind of know something about PFT, but really, it doesn't really ruin it. Maybe it's just because he's such a fucking monster that it hasn't changed anything. He's right. Like well, I mean, so great. Well, I well, like PFT is f- really funny on part of my take, obviously, and like really funny in pretty much any scenario. It's not like a. It, it's only ruined when it, when you kind of pull back the curtain. And you're like, oh, that's just a really awkward person behind a uh, behind a keyboard. Oh well, th- and that happens a lot. I right. Feel like a lot of people are like more like better suited to social media or whatever than they are to real life because that's how they fucking grew up. Like I'm so fucking lucky. If I were like two years younger, 
I think that I'd be in that class. I think that I'd be like that, like never had to fucking develop any social skills. And fortunately I didn't all the people like your age and younger who have social skills. I don't know how the fuck you did it because it would have been so fucking easy for you guys to just totally live on your computers. Uh, well, PFT and Trill are two of the people who aren't like that because they're both good on their respective podcasts. Yeah, so. and PFT is also older. How old's Trill? I have no idea, hmm. but I think he might be like a, my age or a little bit older. Tell you what I like about we'll Trill. Ask. He was a very, very early and very, very big fan of our uh, thundering situation. Oh, yeah. By the way, oh, yeah. speaking of which, love it. Hit that button, Zaddy. I'm just a young guy. It's so good. Uh, so actually on the subject of Thunder, we need to discuss uh, the future of Thunder because Thunder has been a very, very big part of the podcast. And we fucking run it into the ground. And uh, it's we're coming up on a new year. So uh, we've opened the discussion amongst yeah, ourselves. Yeah, we're not saying it's definitely gone. We're not saying like it's, it's totally, totally done. But we're just going to figure out what if anything it has left we don't want to be the podcast that that has like one thing and beats a dead horse and for like years years yeah and it's just like and then like it becomes sad where it's like ugh, they, that that thunder song is like three years old and they're still fucking <laughs> trying to thunder each other at any given moment yeah it's that's just like not cool anymore so uh we're we're thinking about Weighing the pros and cons of retiring Thunder for good when 2018 rolls around. All right, cons. A lot of people are sick of it. A lot of people are sick of it, and a lot, but a lot of people aren't sick of it. To be pros, honest with you, a lot of people aren't sick of it. <laughs> yeah. Con. A lot of people aren't sick of it. Why is that a con? Because thundering is like a very kind of spicy behavior. Thundering really throws a monkey wrench into the system. So if you're like, like, a lo- like probably once or two times a day, I'll tweet. Like, j- I'll tweet just a young gun. And a lo- like most of the responses are like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another con is uh, it's it's kind of caught on with other people, mm. which is like it's that's not a con like we don't want that to happen. It's, it's tough to experience, though. I mean, it is. But but a lot of people will recognize that we started that movement. But yeah. it's, it's a con in the sense that. Like, you start a trend, and you let other people take it and yeah. run with it and make it more. Like, you don't want to keep hammering at home yourselves. Right. So, like, that's a con to me. We've put it out there, mm-hmm. letting other people do it, and then we let them and run free. And we still get – and people generally know where it comes from. Like, Trill tweets about it a lot, and whenever he does, uh, people will respond and be like, fuck yeah, and they'll tag us in it. And I want to be like, hey, I appreciate that the heads up. Let it, let it, let it happen. Like yeah, this is this is out there, it's, baby. It's not, it's not for just us. This, this is, is for you. We did Thunder, this for you. Thunder wasn't made for just us, for all we know. We're not it might that have been. selfish. It might have been. Thun- like Thunder has been very, very important to us. We've gotten unbelievable mileage out of it. You know what I do feel bad about mm. is that Kellen doesn't get enough credit for Thunder. Yes, well, that's how it came up. Right. Literally, how it came- we had no plan at all, and I kept singing it because for like. The, the kind of preamble to the whole – to the Thunder uh, portion of brunch or the Thunder era of brunch was that was just like – the song was like my vocalized pause. If there was ever like a down moment, I would just be like – Just a young gun. Just a young gun. 
or like no, you would actually, lightning. And yeah, the that's all. Yeah, yeah that's all, that's what you would do. Thunder. Not just a young gun. Just a young gun actually came during a thundering because I was like something happened where uh, oh it was when we were talking about the saw thing. It was like. Uh, it's all dark. You don't know what's gonna happen. And then boom, just a young gun. <laughs> and that's when we realize yeah. that it comes and in I so hot. I know the words because I in that clip I say just a young boy. <laughs> oh, to be young and dumb. Yeah, <laughs> that's so ignorance. fucking cute. Like we didn't know that the first words to thunder were just a young gun. Imagine that. Uh, to be young again. If oh, man, I wish I could. The things I could tell that that DJ. <laughs> that 2017 DJ, like, oh, you silly boy. It's just a young gun, don't you know? And Pete, why aren't you correcting him? How did none of you guys know? Um, so, yeah, that the options are on the table. Um, but we'll have to discuss it. But I think that we're kind of leaning towards the same thing. Yeah. So, uh, so all right. So, real quick. Pros. Uh, it, it means a lot to us. It's That's, really fucking important to us. It's really basically uh, it. Pro. Um, I don't think we're done with it. <laughs> uh, con, a lot of people are sick of it. It's, it's pro being driven into the ground. Pro, most of my text messages. I'm going to give you a little pie chart of my text messages. Um, stop. Hmm? Most of them. Just, uh, stop. Like, like, uh, get, get, the, get the fuck out of here, man. Number two on that list definitely has to be suck my dick. Suck my dick from you. No, suck my dick oh, to su- me. Oh, outgoing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. oh, uh, outgoing. Oh, like, all my text oh. messages are suck my dick oh. to you. <laughs> You're talking about, in like, incoming. Yeah. Incoming text messages. All right, so I will get, uh, I'll get, like, show stuff from you, friend stuff from friends, uh, parents stuff from parents, family, you know, like, the normal kind of stuff. And, uh, like, once every month I'll get a text from Feidelberg saying, hey, real quick, can you send me a picture of your tattoo? Because... <laughs> okay. Like some, sometimes Feidelberg tells people that I have a nice tattoo, and it makes me love Feidelberg so much more than I already do. Uh, unless he's telling them, other "Hey, shit check out this shitty tattoo," yeah, it's like, and he just requests it. It's like, every hey, who's the month? dumbest motherfucker you know? Hold on a second, yo, DJ, <laughs> can you send me this picture real quick? Um, but uh, a lot of them now, and I got a few today. Or just this song came on. You've ruined it for me. Like, oh, I get Snapchats. Like I get Snapchats of that like almost every day. My sister, it's somebody got... in the car. I'm kind of sick of it b- by now, honestly. So that might be a con. Yeah, honestly. that's a con. Is just like people sending me videos of of. of you got to come a little more original with it, right? Like it, nobody wants just a video of Thunder playing. I know that it's on the fucking radio. Mm. Why do you think that we fucking, started? We put it on there, <laughs> man. Like you think we fucking we discovered made that Imagine shit? Dragons? Yeah, we're fucking Imagine Dragons, like A and R. Get the fuck out of here. But uh, yeah, so. Uh, I would say uh, it's, it's we'll keep yeah doing we're gonna thunder. definitely keep doing we'll it. we'll keep yeah, doing yeah. thunder stuff uh, we've got some big ideas we've got one grand we'll rehash idea. the discussion back in at the end of 2018 yes uh, we've got one grand idea that honestly if we needed to fucking like slave over it for weeks to make it happen I'd be fucking down um, because I I like the idea that. There's, like, not necessarily an end in sight with Thunder. <laughs> like, this isn't, like, a don't worry, it'll be over soon. This is, like, a we have officially renewed. Th- like, like, when we die, it would be kind of cool if the, like, the the look back on our lives was, like, hey, these people were fucking obsessed with this very <laughs> mediocre song. Yeah, that would be. And it would be, like, a they would make, like, indie, indie documentaries yeah. about it and just be, like. 
why were why were they so devoted to Imagine Dragons in this Thunder song? And it would just like they'd have like a psychiatrists on and like yeah. try to investigate our brains and figure out what the hell it was going on there. Yo, next trip we go on, what if we got thunder tattoos? <laughs> Don't even say that. Don't even plant that idea. Because, because you get enough drinks in me and I'm down. Like, I'm shocked that I have not gotten a drunk tattoo. A drunk tattoo, tattoo yeah, same. Uh, what if you... <laughs> my friend uh, Scott has tried to get drunk tattoos like eight times and has always been like turned away. <laughs> That's never good. They're like, motherfucker, like, you are too drunk money. to get a drunk tattoo. You are too drunk to give me money, is yeah. what the tattoo artist said. Uh, so what if we were to get thunder tattoos, what would it be? Would one of us be lightning and then the other one is the thunder? Because then it would be like lightning and the thunder. Or I would think we, we just, just both get just a young, young gun? gun? Yeah. yeah. Or what if we uh, J-A-Y-G? That's too many initials. Jag. Like, but it was like, what is like J dot A dot Y dot G? And people are like, what does that stand for? Like, Don't worry about it. Can't tell you. <laughs> Personal. And All right. like, it could be just a young gun. Like, you think I would actually fucking get a thunder tattoo? And then definitely got a thunder tattoo. Uh, let's do some uh, best and worst of 2017. We were just talking about music. So let's uh, do a little best uh, song of 2017. I would say the nominees are Snake Hips and Moo, Don't Leave, Heim. Little of your love, that uh, oh, I'm uh, surprised that that's that's number one song that you're picking off of the Heim album. Uh, well, Walking Away is my favorite. Walking Away is so fucking but Little good. of Your Love is definitely the best. Little of Your Love is what I play for people when I'm trying to get them yes. to Heim. So, it's either that or um, uh, Want You Back. Yes, yeah, those yeah. are. Ju- I mean, th- that album is just phenomenal. But uh, so those would be up there. Uh, I would say uh, Judy French by White Reaper. That was one I was kind of late on, and Michael Marotta uh, from Vanyaland was pushing that song forever, and then I finally listened to it, and I was like, holy fuck, those guys are awesome, and Alex Sedario's in the music video. Um, and, uh, was what Purpose 2017? Purpose was 2016. Uh, we could throw that in there. So what song off Purpose do you want to put in there? No, I was just like, I was just curious because I was, I'm trying to think of back, uh, back on, I feel like this was kind of a bad year for music. It was, it definitely was. I meant to bring that up. All right. So I'll pull up my, uh, Spotify users. I'll put it on uh, Apple music too. No, I won't. Uh, but <laughs> I made my annual, uh, best of 27, uh, best uh, like year end playlist. The rule is 50 songs. No artist can be on there more than twice uh so i'll let you peruse this okay uh if there's Thank anything you. on there oh the way you used to by uh or the way you used to do by uh fucking queens, queens of, stone of stone age. age that that is like that's like a top two song of 2017 for me a lot of humble was uh humble was yep. one of my top ones um humble dna you have still feel like your man by john mayer look at the last song on the playlist bro <sighs> What do we got? You're gonna. Do you have two of the songs I didn't particularly love? You're gonna live forever in me. Is my favorite John Mayer song off of. The no song. way. Yeah. It, in the blood is the definitely the best song. In of the that bloods. Album. In the bloods. Okay. Mm. Very no. It's very very good. It's it's the best song in that album. It's not. Ooh, I love you so bad. Mm. Have you heard, have you listened to the strip version? Uh, I put I think you put playlist, on the playlist, but I didn't put on the playlist. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was back when we were. Putting stuff on the playlist. So, uh, song of 2017 is Thunder. Okay, yeah. All that right. works for me. Thunder, congratulations to Imagine Dragons. Play that music, Zaddy. Play that music. Play that music. Motherfucker, hit the button. Hit the button. Hit the button. You did it. 
congratulations, Imagine Dragons. A uh, new segment I want to do is uh, uh, we're not doing that. Okay. And it's I do I do this to Emilio all the time. If I'm watching Emilio, he'll start doing some stupid shit. Like I was watching him a couple weeks ago. Some shit that you did not approve. Uh, yeah, and that, that's what I said. The way I say like, because a lot of people will be like, "Don't down, put that away." Oh, come here. I just say, Emilio, we're not doing that. So <laughs> if I'm watching Emilio and he's like eating grass, I'm like, Emilio, we're pissing. We're not eating grass out here. Uh, he was uh, so I was watching him and he was. Uh, Eating the branches on the Christmas tree, so I was like, "Emilio, we're not eating Christmas trees. We are. We're not doing that." So here's an example of a "we're not doing that." Uh, Melania Trump yeah. tweeted uh, a selfie on Christmas from the First Lady account, and she got dragged. Everyone fucking freaked out about it. Hey, uh, fellow liberals, we're not dragging Melania for selfies. Way bigger fish to fry. That is completely fine. That is the fucking uh, Obama's wearing a tan suit thing, which that was just at least you could see that argument and be like, oh, okay, racism. Like they like no one has no one would ever take fucking issue with the with a a suit that a president's wearing. But this guy's black, so let's let's nitpick this. Uh, To be honest with you, like I don't have much of a problem with Melania. Like obviously she aligns herself with Trump. Right, not great, but. I do find it very hilarious that she is not afraid to just show that she does not give a fuck about Donald Trump. Yeah. Does not want anything to do with it. Oh, God. Melania Trump is the least of my fucking problems. Right. She's the least yeah. of all of our problems. Like, if Melania could be president right now instead of Donald, oh, you yeah. don't think we'd oh, fucking yeah. take that shit? <laughs> yeah. That would be unbelievable because the one thing would be guaranteed, she's not going to listen to Donald Trump. Like, <laughs> it's one of those where you're like, oh, fuck, if Bannon leaves, then he might have Trump's ear even more. Ugh. Like, if Melania Trump became president, Donald Trump would have no influence on fucking anything because she doesn't listen to him. Yes. So that would be amazing. So, yeah, like, th- like at least you could explain why people were being assholes to Obama with the suit thing because, like, those people are probably being racist. Uh Imagine thinking that like a fucking selfie is what's wrong, wrong. with 2017. Yes. This you had this motherfucker tweeting um, like, "I'm glad that I saved Merry Christmas" or saying "Merry Christmas," and just fucking search at Barack Obama "Merry Christmas." All that dude says is Merry Christmas. That guy was fucking obsessed with Merry Christmas. But again, he knows that his fucking followers are too dumb to ever check anything. So they're like, yeah, thank you. We were having a very, very bad time because we couldn't say Merry Christmas. The no, people who were no. like pro saying Merry Christmas still said Merry Christmas the last <laughs> few years. Yeah, well, like, even it wasn't like someone, they were like, hey, no... Merry Christmas. And we were like, get out of here, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. What the fuck do you think you're doing? I have Jewish people in here. People never, people never like fought back against Merry Christmas. There was like they did like the Starbucks like holiday cups and stuff. But like if you said Merry Christmas to somebody, people weren't going to shout at you and be like, shut the fuck up. The thing was just people were being tolerant on the other side. Like the people who didn't celebrate Christmas were like, hey, let's say something that, that works for everybody. Okay, right. so like it means Merry Christmas to you. It means Happy Hanukkah to me. It right, like Happy, Happy Holidays. Boxing like day. it's right. very, like, it's very inclusive. Let's if you do don't something know, that has everybody. If you don't and, know what somebody celebrates, just say Happy Holiday. Uh, Happy Holidays. I uh, responded to a DM from a colleague on Christmas with "Ha, Merry Christmas," and he said, "I'm Jewish." And I was like, that's not how we fucking talk to each other on Christmas. You say thank you. No, he did say thank you. Okay. He was like, thank you. I'm Jewish. I love the day off. Ha ha. 
And I was like, nice. that's a very nice thing. Yeah, like, nobody's going to be like, nobody's, not even a Jewish person is going to be like, oh, what the fuck? I don't, Christmas, I don't oh, celebrate yeah, this. Yeah, like, they're just like, oh, thanks. But, yeah, I don't celebrate. I'm Jewish. Right, like, they, oh, God. I I know people that get offended by a lot of fucking shit, and I've never. That's the least of their worries. Right. Like, Especially now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Seriously. So. Uh, like, Donald Trump might have saved Merry Christmas just by doing all his other dumb shit because now everybody's got other shit to worry about. Yes, that's true. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, why does my thumb hurt so much? I should just shatter my knee and then I won't be worried about the thumb anymore. Um, all right. How about uh, best movie? Uh, we'll do. Let's see. There weren't that many good movies this year. That's not true. There were some, some really good What were the fire movies? Happy Death Day. Uh, <laughs> that is not close out. to being the fucking at the top of the list. Happy Death Day is definitely in No, there. it's not. It's going to fucking win. Yeah. The Big Sick. The Big Sick was great. But, again, I don't want The Big Sick to win anything. The Big Sick. Because The Big uh, Sick is very fucking whiny about how it wants awards. Yeah, but it's good enough to win awards. It's I need fantastic. because I said no to still be a fucking thing in the world. I need like I, I need the big sick to be the best fucking movie and to just get fucking shut out of everything. And then when they're like, "How come we didn't win?" It's like, "Cause someone else did, motherfucker." <laughs> I just want that so badly. I think it'd be just such a funny group to do it to because it's like the smartest, best, hardworking people, and the cast is so incredible. And Ray Romano fucking killed it, and Holly Hunter was amazing, and Kamel's obviously a fucking genius, and it's just such a fucking good, heartfelt story. I just love the idea of just like. N- no. <laughs> especially because... You lose everything. Especially because it's like Kamel's autobiography. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> Don't care. And he was like, this means everything <laughs> yeah. to me. This is literally my no. life. Happy it's death like, day. oh, yeah. well, Happy Death Day was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was this really funny, like, uh, handicapped voice in Happy Death Day, so we can't exactly <laughs> sh- uh, say no to them. So, sorry, Kamel, you lose. Uh, also, no more movies. Also, like, a, a late sneaky contestant into best movie of the year is Wind River. Oh, you, you liked that. I, I liked did it. I, did I see it? I don't, I think, don't I think you did. Uh, I liked it the first time I watched it. I watched it a second time. Loved it. Ooh. And that is when you know something is great, when you like it better the second time around. Now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> Good evening. I'm Paul Harvey. <laughs> Do you remember Paul Harvey? No. He would talk like this. Good evening. I'm Paul Harvey. And he would do things on, uh, it was on like AM radio, and he would tell stories. And Aww. it was like a thing. It was like, and then the boy said to his father, Suck I never neck. knew that I believed the blah, 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 blah. Well, that sounds familiar. Now so you know, know the rest of the story. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, fuck, now I know the rest of the story. Yo, dad, you hear about that story? <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, Wind River was great. Uh, it had probably the best scene of the year for me. Congrats on the boobs. No, no boobs. Ooh, no boobs in this movie. Not purrs. Hey. Mm, hey. Best Not scene, reverted Baywatch review. Best scene was the fucking uh, what's-her-face in the party dress. Oh, Kelly Rohrbach. Kelly Rohrbach in the party dress. Okay, so if this... If I had fucking AOL is... Instant Messenger, my fucking AIM, my screen name would be Kelly Rohrbach party dress. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with uh, Julianne Moore... Dress dress. Just Julianne Moore dress dress. Dude, the fucking targeted ads that I got for like months after that conversation. It's like, yo, heard you talking about dresses. One dress, 
And I was like, motherfucker, that's not the dress I was even the talking about. Motherfucker, I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even a Julia Moore dress. You think, I'm gonna wear the, you think that Julia Moore is going to wear this fucking skimpy little number? She would pull it off, but she wears dress dresses better. Didn't I don't you know, listen? I don't know if this award was planned, but brunch uh, best movie outfit of the year goes to Kelly Roebuck's party dress. Yes. Uh, probably second place would be uh, Julianne Moore at any point in The Kingsman too. She was wearing some dresses. I, I wasn't crazy about it, but I'll give it to you. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, Taron Egerton, I think, was pretty was dressed pretty great in that. So he could be a well-dressed guy. Well, that's like the crux of that movie is that they're, they're very well-dressed people and very high-class society spies or whatever they are. How about uh, movie quote of the year? Movie quote of the year. Ooh, what time can, are you going to the party? That would, So it's, it's between what time are you going to the party and... Bath time, shithead. <laughs> oh God! Wait, what is that from again? That's from is that from Baywatch? Baywatch. Yeah. Like okay. there were no walk off lines in that movie yet. Like fifty one minutes into the movie, they just decide to fucking have one. You're like, wait, this is, is it this kind of movie? We're doing this now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That. Okay. Well, that movie uh, never even fucking considered what it was trying that's, to that's be. That's a heavyweight slugfest right there. So what are we? There's going only with? two candidates. That yeah. There's. Uh, yeah, we don't need to pretend like there's more. I think the winner is. What, what time are you going to the party? Is terrible. Can't believe that was allowed to be on anything. That was so bad. Uh, again, in case you missed it, that was uh, one of the sorority, sorority sisters uh, calling her fellow sorority sister deaf because she wasn't paying attention. So then she spoke like a deaf person and she talked like that. It was fucking horrifying, and it was one of those moments where you're not laughing at the fact that it's funny. You are laughing out of discomfort. <laughs> you're laughing at the fact that it was allowed to You're happen. like, how the fuck did this like, happen? Studio like, heads sat through that. This is like, a yep, PG-13 cool. movie. Like, that's the type of shit. Like, but the, like I, nipples shouldn't make a movie R. That shit should make a movie R. But like, like, are you ready to see some not okay shit? <laughs> All right, this one's rated R. Yeah, but like, I love the fact that we're like to compensate for everything becoming like over over sensitive and yeah. like over liberal and yeah. fucking like they're just like you know what we're gonna throw in some absolutely not okay shit right to, to even out the scale. Well, I guess, and I don't know if I made this observation at the time. Like, it's it kind of fits in with. The, the movie being uh, an homage to like those 90s like slasher slashers, films. yeah. It's like making like an early 90s rap song. If you want to make a song have like an early 90s rap feel, you're going to have to have some like fucking big ass like sample drums on an 808 and you're going to have to be like a little homophobic. Right. If you like really want to pay tribute to the era, you yeah. got to make like some gay jokes. Well, do you remember like, so by the way, don't pay tribute to the era. It was a bad era. It was, re- it is not aged well. Yeah. But it's hilarious to look back on and be like, how the fuck did they get away with that? Well, like they, even now they, they announced the, the, the office is coming back mm-hmm. um, next year. And I was like, even just thinking about it, I was like, how are they going to get away with any of the shit that they got away with I know. in the office? Like, they got away with it by making Michael Scott... Michael drops a hard F on Oscar. Does he really? Yeah, the the gay witch hunt episode starts because he called him... Uh, he said that he was acting F-A-G-G-Y. Ooh, Isn't that not fucking great. crazy? <laughs> yeah, like... But, I mean, they get away with it because, A, they're fucking super funny, and you can get away with like controversial shit if you make it funny and two 
Uh, and also just like within the parameters of a television show, like that character was a dumb idiot. Well, that's, who said homophobic that's stuff. that was my number yeah. two point. Like Michael Scott was an ignorant idiot. Yeah. And uh, so, like, they are able to get away with it that way because he is a lovel- lovable character, but he is for sure very insensitive and very stupid. Yes. Uh, I kind of want The Office to come back because nobody does, and I'm really excited to just, like, hype the fuck out of, like, uh, The Office Season 9, best season. <laughs> I mean, like... Or act like we haven't seen, or basically do, like, the Will and Grace thing. Be like, uh, sorry, I haven't seen the first eight seasons of The Office. I only watch the new stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to act like I'm, like, I'm distraught that The Office is coming back. Uh, I don't think that it's going to work, but, I, right. but I'm not not excited for it. Like, it's, it's something that I'm going to be interested in and I'm going to watch. And I always hate when people fucking say, like, Oh, the new shit it was terrible. It ruins all the old stuff. It doesn't no, fucking, it fucking ruin doesn't. the old stuff. The old stuff stays the exact same. You can Arrested pretend, pretend like it doesn't exist. Still fucks like no other. Like season four was not very good. It wasn't terrible. It was like the, the episodes were too long and they it was too early on in Netflix original programming to kind of know how to make it work. I think that if it happened like now it would have been a lot better. But that doesn't fucking change a thing about how good the original the first, show was. The, the first season of Curb Your Enthusiasm that I experienced in full was this latest season. Oh, really? It was not that good. Yeah. And I went back and I watched like one through seven. They're fucking awesome. It God, didn't ruin that, that for me at all. So fucking good. I love the freak book. The freak book's That's probably That's a really weird episode to pick out. Because they... I just love when people laugh. So here's a fun thing that we do uh, over on Boston Sports Tonight on NBC Sports Boston Power by Xfinity. Whenever Tom Giles does uh, Sports at Central updates, I didn't notice this till the other night. Uh, Michael Hawley just starts talking over him, and they leave all of our mics on so we can all just talk over him. So like we I, I have fucking conversations while he's talking, and then like I'll do like a. <laughs> <laughs> like a re- like the really obnoxious, like rude kind of fucking laugh. That's what that kind of shit is, you know? Like when they're sitting around reading the freak book and like they're trying to have the party and they're like, <laughs> gross. <laughs> I think it's so funny. But in like the context of that episode, that was such a ridiculous fucking thing because they were being so fucking obnoxious. Like not to be obnoxious. Right, just like just, yeah, I like, love that. So ridiculous. That's so fucking funny. It makes me laugh so hard. Uh, let's, what do we got? Yeah, let's do a uh, memoriam. This was a uh, big year in celebrity deaths. Uh, biggest one, of course, was Chester. Chester killed himself. Uh, as Chester did... the Cheetos guy? No. Chester Bennington. Oh. So good. He's crawling in heaven as... <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> no, that was like I was the, that was that was trying to be like a, a very thoughtful thing. Like I love Chester, and I think I told you this. I was I heard Pharrell on the bench uh, play an old interview with Chester. Apparently, they were friends, and it, it was like the day that he died, and they played this old interview that he'd done with Chester. And Pharrell was so fucking sad that his friend had taken his life, and I was like, oh, what the fuck is happening? That like if I were if if my body weren't broken, I would be fucking crying like crazy right now. Like, it was like fucking emotional shit. Uh, so, rest in peace, Chester. Fucking love that guy. Chris Cornell, dear God. Like, that was a, that was a tough one because I, when Chris Cornell died, I thought of like other people, you know? 
Like well, when Michael Jackson died, like a lot of friends like reached out to me. When people found out that Bill Cosby was a rapist, a lot of people reached out to me like, hey, how you doing with this? You know, and then you, like, you felt that for other people. This right. Like around. I felt like I, I obviously loved Soundgarden, loved Audio Slave. But like when Chris Cornell died, I was like, the big thing like, for me, is Mike Giardi going to live through this? The big thing for me with the Chris Cornell thing was that like he was on tour, wasn't he? Like he had just done a show yeah, yeah, that yeah. night. Yeah. And like that, that kind of like fucked me up because you have to be in like a really fucking bad place yeah. to do a show yeah. and, and then like well that was just like it, part of his day really like he was like do, seemingly doing his normal routine right you know? like, like that's what really fucks me up is that like he went through a normal day and nobody was like hey we need to get this guy some help a uh, real toughie for me because i just learned it i didn't know that uh, bill paxton died yeah. Now what am I going to do? Now it's tough for you. Yeah. Uh, Bill Paxton is like one of those guys that nobody. He's dead. He, he's one of those guys that's dead. But he's one of those guys that like you don't really know that you love until he oh, dies. Yeah. And then you think back and you're like, fuck, I really liked that guy. When's, yeah. When, like, when was Bill Paxton bad in anything? Uh, Walter Becker died. That was a sad one. Steely Dan just fucking rules. Uh, Jerry Lewis died. Who cares? I, I don't think I he knew that. Old. Um, Louis C.K. Uh, dead. Kevin, Kevin Spacey, Spacey. Dead. Uh, uh, John Butchgrass. Alive and well. Yeah, John Butchgrass. Proud to report that he uh, is We had alive. a little scare. Yeah, he had a health scare. Yeah, had a health scare. Uh, he uh, he is alive. He's got his shirt back on. He's alive. Harvey Weinstein, um, dead as dead. fuck. <laughs> like, dead. The Harvey body, Weinstein, the body is already decomposed. He is six million feet like, under. He, they buried that fucker extra deep. He's like three hundred pounds, and it already all decomposed. Cardinal Law actually dead. You actually Cardinal dead. Law for real. Actually died? dead. But that guy was already dead. Like that, that guy was dead. Like there, like how like Kevin Spacey's dead. But you know what I like? Real dead. You know what I like more than when somebody dies and people are like, "Oh, let's remember all the great things about this person." Hmm. I love when a bad person dies and everybody is immediately like, "Who gives a fuck?" Good riddance. That guy was the worst. Right. Because when people die. Everybody loves to like to nitpick and like fucking cherry pick the best things about them. Right. While meanwhile, like they did a lot of bad shit. Right. We all do. Right. We all do some bad shit. Speak for yourself. <laughs> so I love when somebody is so fucking bad caught- that they die and there's no sympathy whatsoever. It's like, yeah, fuck you later. Just a reminder, John Lennon. Went to town on his Did first you, wife with beating up his wife. You are the inspiration for an Onion article. Because. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. That was like, I showed that to my boss and he was like, you do talk about this a lot. Um, yeah, there was an Onion article that's like, local man uh, frequently derives, tells people. De- like, local man uh, derives <laughs> pleasure from telling, reminding people that John Legend <laughs> beat his wife. John Lennon. John Legend <laughs> yeah. beat his wife, his yeah. pregnant wife, Chrissy Teigen. No, he could never. Um, so uh, all those people died. Uh, so overall, rest in peace to them, but especially rest in peace, Lambie. Uh, yes. Uh, we have some other categories that we wanted to get to. Uh, quickly, Zach Efron photo of the year. This is There's a-, a late candidate yes. which came out this week. Zac Efron on top of a mountain. With a mustache. With a mustache. So the candidates are um, Zac Efron, airport, holding oh, okay. an orange bag. I was going to be- a classic yeah, photo. I was going to be uh, very upset if you did not include oh, that. Oh, that is- That is the number one candidate in my mind. That's going to fucking win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, what? Why were you bothering? Yeah. Uh, 
any any screen grab from watching Baywatch mm-hmm. and uh, the on top of mountain thing with the mustache uh the on top of mountain thing buzzfeed did like a whole post about oh my it. god that yeah, was right? a great we so we should like release those text messages that was a classic <laughs> interaction that we had i don't know if uh i mean like we text so much that it's gonna be fucking hard to go back uh this far um but we can like do a a rough memory idea of it yeah it was the the buzzfeed oh here it is uh just kidding uh help this pic of Zac Efron with a mustache on a mountain is making me sexually confused, says BuzzFeed. And you responded, because I sent that to you, yeah. you responded, idiot, what's confusing about that? And I said, haha, I know. You want to fuck him. We all do. Which, 100% true. And you said, pretty open and shut case. Uh, and then that was it. That was it. Like, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> like, like, yeah. What, what the fuck is like, confusing about... Like, I understand that there's a male... Probably yeah. a straight male yeah. writing about this post. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very sexually confused. Like, no, you're fucking not. You want to oh fuck Zac Efron. Yeah. So, like, the whole – oh, God. Don't get me started on people who are like, oh, I'm sexually confused. No, you're fucking not. You're just unhappy with what you're feeling for some reason. You are aroused like, by a very fucking you're objectively a person, handsome man. You're a person who has heterosexual sex with women, but you think guys are fucking hot. If Oh, my God. I wouldn't – want to be any other way actually i would i would want to be i would want to be heterosexual man who has sex with women and then plus every now and then just like really kind of go through with the, the on the gay thing mm, yeah uh by Fucking the way biology by the way that picture is actually phenomenal like what? I, like, I hate when, when people fucking, when, especially when BuzzFeed does that. Like, oh, we're losing our fucking shit over this photo. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it's making me cream my pants. Yeah. And then you look at it like, there's nothing fucking special about that. Yeah, I don't see a Th- fucking orange bag. <laughs> but this picture is Zac Efron. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But the winner is Wood. Zac Efron with in the, the airport bag. with the orange bag. Like, that picture was so good. We debated buying like a $150 orange bag that we did not give a fuck about. Yeah. We were just like, we need this bag because Zach Afron had it and it looked fucking phenomenal. Uh, feud of the year. Congratulations. This, that's going to be one that we, it's like the, the award they they give out before the show. They don't announce yes, it. It's like yeah. obviously they the winner's the this. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. There's so, no there's no list of candidates. It's yeah. just uh, Jesus and Mero versus MTJ <laughs> Academics. <laughs> I rewatched those today. Fuck, man. I was laughing so hard. I like that that we people uh, aren't talking about you. They're talking about the dumb shit that, that you, you do. That's <laughs> so good. They're uh, so fucking mean. <laughs> what else do we do? Oh, uh, catchphrase of the year that didn't quite work in 2017, but might in 2018. That one goes to me. Uh, I have been uh, socially trying to make sorry <laughs> catch on. And what's that from? It's just I say it. That sounds like it's it from the like disaster artist. No, it sounds like it's from the disaster artist. Oh like no, the way that that uh, Tommy Wiseau says oh. sorry. Oh no, no, I, I it's like uh, it's like it's it's kind of Urkel inspired, kind of. It's like meant to mean like, did I do that? You know, you know. So like, my, DJ, my, sorry. You know, uh, I have a. I think you might run into an issue here. Uh, it's very close to part of my take. Sorry. Oh, that sucks. I've been definitely saying that longer, though. Fuck, that sucks. But you but see I, like, where I'm coming from here, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. That fucking stinks. That, I actually, that flag has kind of already been planted. Yeah, I thought of an idea recently that was like, it was a similar thing where it was like, 
totally independent from a pardon my take thing. That but is like the one worst of the words feeling. was close enough that I was like, you know, can't fucking do it. That is the worst feeling when you feel like you've come up with something good yeah. and then somebody's like, mm, no, this person already had it first. And you're like, well, fuck. Now it's like, it's, it's very hard to explain to somebody that like, I really thought of this on my own. Yeah, I, like, I, please I, believe me. <laughs> I know that it seems like I'm stealing it, but I'm really not. They're just better and quicker than me, and I'm sorry. Uh, you're sorry. sorry. No, you have to. You have to have like a little sorry. like kid. No, like there's what like a little Ellen there. To the party? No, there's like a little uh, like sorry. Ellen? Yeah, there's like a little L in there. Oh. Sorry. He said L. Sorry. Uh, uh, bad look of the year. Yeah, bad look of the year. What was the bad look of the year? Uh, I suggested that as a topic, but I couldn't. Oh, uh, bad look of the year. Blackface. Stop fucking doing blackface. Uh, I'm going to counter that. Congratulations. This is Blackface's eighth consecutive win. Uh, I will counter that with uh, whipping your dick out unsolicited. Ooh, that's a bad look, bro. That is for sure a bad look. Uh, comeback celebrity of the year. Congratulations. Ray Romano. You did great. Ray Romano. He had a big fucking year. He was in the big sick. Uh, everyone's talking about him because of this podcast. <laughs> that is like, a, he like might actually he, be no, comeback like he, celebrity of the year. Like uh, two years ago, if we tried to get Ray Romano on the podcast, we probably could have. Now, fucking keep dreaming. Think we're going to get fucking Ray Romano. Yeah, he, like his his last thing before the big sick was Wild Hogs. Welcome Not to Moose Court. <laughs> no, that was like that was like fifteen years ago. That might have been that everybody been loves like, Raymond. That might have been the heat of the everybody loves Raymond. Hmm. Uh, comeback celebrity of the year. I feel like there's there's definitely a couple that we're forgetting about. But twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, yeah, twenty eighteen. Getting ahead of myself. Twenty eighteen comeback celebrity of the year. Johnny Menzel. Oh God, he's going to the no. CFL, baby. He's gonna tear it up. Yeah, dude. I'm ready for a lot it. of people go to the CFL. Uh, <laughs> worst. Uh, so I was gonna say worst trend. Uh, blackface is also a candidate there. Uh, don't fucking do blackface. But blackface isn't a trend because people have been doing it for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, and nobody's getting the hint that it's a bad idea. So I guess. So how about still doing blackface? Okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's a decent one. Also, uh, calling it darting. We were not fans of that, and I never no. came around on it. I never, never came around. I eventually on it. came around on doing uh, on season. Season. S S Z N. Is that how people pronounce it? Season. No, it's season, but like it's phonetically, it's like season. Yeah, right. When people call it something, season. Um, probably my favorite tweet uh, was uh, is seasonal depression. <laughs> That was one that of the, didn't get the love that it deserved, huh? It, it got though. No, I got those forty retweets. You know, like just like <laughs> that's it? like my sweet spot of like that was good, and you're just like a fucking obscure record shop DJ. Keep shining bright. If it's if it's SZA, mm. then it's got to be Sizzin. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's see. Um, but no, like Darty, I never knew. I knew that I was never going to come around on Dartying. Uh, it's day drinking. Will always yes. be day drinking. I feel like dartying is is gonna die out. It, yeah, it feels like that was a very short lived thing. It just it felt like when people said darty, like they didn't like it. Like they like they like even like the the proponents. And I'm not talking about the barstool guys. I'm talking about like I would hear it out socially. People be like, oh, like we're dartying. And I'd be like, man, you don't you're not feeling that. Were there any like really bad internet trends? Um, blackface. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Worst meme of the year for sure 
was the stock photo of that girl looking. Oh, at... no, that was great. No, that meme sucks. That was great. I had a lot of good ones. Terrible meme. I had, I got a few good ones out of those. The only, like, the only good memes with that was the people, like, just making fun of how fucking ridiculous yeah. it is. That, well, that's all of what mine were, like, intentionally bad photoshops. Well, and... intentionally bad memes are always going to be funny. Yeah. But, uh, like, the people who took that meme seriously and, like, made it become a meme, hmm. fucking, they were all terrible. Uh, best meme, I would say, just anything that was on NBA Twitter. This <laughs> this was such a magnificent summer for the NBA and fucking NBA Twitter did not fucking shut one eye at any point. They did not fucking rest. No. They brought the heat the whole fucking time. Uh, so, uh, happy 2018, everybody. Uh, here's to hoping uh, the grid isn't in the memoriam next year. Wait, here's uh, one that you forgot. What? Weight loss that never happened of the year. I want to know uh, about that one. That one will go to me. And I'll say that it'll go... Uh, there's a fucking thing about me. Like... Even like shitty out of shape, like like if I'm shitty and my my body's bad or whatever, like my my life doesn't fucking change. Like you know, it's it's just no fucking different. Like the clothes don't fit as well, but like all like functionally, life's no fucking different. So I'm like, why? Well, well do that's I really the, need that's to? the beauty of always being depressed. Like that's your beauty, life gets worse. No, it's and... the beauty of this, this fucking face. It just it bails me out at every turn. But yeah, I don't know. I will. I'll I'll I'll, I'll lose a little weight. Sure you will, Porky.